Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is the third of our Gamescom special coming to you live from, from Cologne. Uh, my name is Tom Butler. I'm taking over the reins because Alex has gone and left us. He's buggered he's off. He's buggered off home. He's buggered off. Joining me today is Mr. Daniel Kruper. Hello, Hello. A bit quieter than last night. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for that if you listened to last night. The levels right. Yeah, I just, I'm shit on the levels. We've got Keza McDonald. Hello. And joining us for this special edition of the podcast is Miss Thet. Let me try to practice saying it right. Anthony Gallegos. That's a, that was very good. Yeah, it was just me fumbling it. You've got some amazing tattoos. Oh, thank you. Um, you've got you? Rebel Alliance and... Uh, and the imp- Empire. And the Empire on the inside These of These are my arms. shame stamps, Which is the them. stronger forearm? Uh, my right one. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever <laughs> seen my tattoo Masturbation. Yet? I've seen your tattoo, yeah. I show everyone my tattoo. You've not seen it. You've oh, not go seen on. it. Do it on, go on, do it. on the podcast. Oh. Look at this. Oh, wow. See, she has the Triforce. Yeah, uh, now I see why. Oh, it's very good. You um, always cover Nintendo stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Nintendo covers you. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's mm. been exciting. Well, I don't even know what it's the third day we've been at the show now. Fourth. For, fourth day we've been here. Mm. Wow. Um, we've seen a lot more games, done a lot more stuff. But I might as well start with you, Anthony. What have you been up to while you've been here? I, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of uh, free-to-play games, which seems to be the way that uh, PC gaming these days is going. You know, I mean... Uh, Five years ago, or so, or four years ago, when I first heard about like League of Legends and stuff, I thought that was such a stupid idea. And now I feel like, man, it's a good thing I do not know how to invest money <laughs> because <laughs> that game's like blowing up. And then there's like World of Warplanes now to go along with World of Tanks I love and World also of World of Battleships, World of Battleships, <laughs> End of Nations, another free-to-play game. It's just like uh, this is like the show of like free-to-play PC games. And the, the the room for PC games is massive, and it's got the biggest crowds in there. I think. Yeah, like, it's there's huge. a lot of. Um, uh, sort of competitive stuff going on on screen and like, I got some pictures of it earlier and there were literally just seas and seas of people watching it yeah I feel like uh, free to play is like the only way they typically get uh, the audiences that don't traditionally buy a lot of games to pay money such as like in China Russia all these countries where piracy is really bad but they're okay with paying like small little microtransactions when they get it for free to start yeah. It's complete madness. You look around the stands. All these companies have stands here. And you look at the stands and it's like, we have 11 million players worldwide. You're like, what? Yeah, 11 million people play Allods or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's craziness. <laughs> it's a different world. I saw a sign in the PC hall for a London Underground Simulator. So wow. Oh my that, goodness! That's a game I'm going to be getting. I know into. a five-year-old who would go crazy for that. Show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Does it make the room really hot and it switches off your wireless <laughs> and smells? There's a, yeah, there's a, a peripheral. It's an armpit, and you have to put it right on your oh, face. That's nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And none of the members of your family mm. look you in the eye because <laughs> if they do, they're a sociopath. There's, yeah, there's four dimensions. There's mini games where you have to stare at a screen but not look at the man in the eye. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. But, um, have you ever yeah. been on the London un- Underground? No, I've, I've actually never been to London. So I've, I've crossed into England from the border of Scotland and England for like five minutes so I could say I've done it I've done it did your underage yeah, marriage the, the London Underground the Tube is a, a bit of an antisocial place it's a terrifying place for, for many people outside of the city I think uh, 
it's kind of a weird place, I guess. I always make friends on the tube. I'm the only person I know who, who does this, but <laughs> people, people seem to think I'm non-threatening. They chat to me. Drunk yeah, people chat uh, another, to me. Another truism about the London tube, there's always one weird person who will always strike up a conversation with you. I had an amateur rapper in my carriage the other night who was trying to sell copies of his CD and he just came in and started like really badly improvisation rapping at all of us about us. He said I look like nice. Bill Gates, which was not very flattering. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's a good way to get you to buy something. Like, I really I'm so like, It was because I was using a computer, I presume, not because I look like Bill Gates. I mean, I hope I don't look like Bill Gates. Do you want my tape? I just like to say for the record that everybody is shaking their heads. Yeah, so, you know, don't look. We're good. Don't look Steve like Bill Jobs. Gates. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd take that over Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, Anthony, you've uh, obviously been here four days. You've done, seen a lot of fleet free to play stuff have you seen anything that maybe might be up for a people's choice award uh, I mean I've, I mean so I saw it before we came here but it's the same demo uh, you know Skyrim obviously looks amazing yeah I mean everything Bethesda has actually looks great which yeah. you know a few years ago I wouldn't have said that about what Bethesda had but now they have Skyrim and they have Prey 2 which actually looks really great as well even though it's not really a Prey game in my mind they call it Prey 2 to, for brand recognition but and it has some vague connections to the first one, but it really is a completely separate game. But really, Skyrim is like the game of all games that I'm looking the most forward to myself. I mean, 100 plus hours of my life for sure gone. It's canceling Christmas right now. But yeah. that, that, that proposition scares me. 100 hours. Yeah, 100 plus hours. Because yeah. uh, it's your game of the show. How, how long did you. It is my game. Yeah, I'm all on the same. How long did you spend on Oblivion? Uh, like 110 hours, and I never beat it. 160 for me, and I still didn't beat it. Yeah. So I think that we're obviously a different breed of gamer to you, Daniel. You're a pussy. <laughs> I am a massive pussy. Mm. Um, that's a quite unique American phrase, I think. Like, beat the game. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We that, say it all the time. You say it, yeah. It sounds kind of kinky to us. What do you say? Complete. Complete. Oh. Well. I completed the game, yeah. But I didn't complete it. Most of the time when I beat it, I've only got like 60% completion. You're just super competitive. Oh, I see. Beat that game. Like, yeah. Beat it. Beat rather than... Yeah, yeah. We're, I, yeah. we're super, yeah, no, we're super aggressive people. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> just punching content. Every time I leave a demo, I said, I just beat that demo. <laughs> we have to go in a different room from you guys. We're terrified by, your, by, your, by your, the aggression that radiates. <laughs> so you're going for Skyrim. That's your, that's your game of the show. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much most definitely. I mean, there's other games that, uh, you know, Uncharted... It's very exciting to see that, right? But we've seen it enough times that at this point, it's like there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to play it. But uh, in Battlefield, stuff like that. But you know, I'm kind of overseeing it at this point. I just kind of want to play it. So it's an amazing list, though. Yeah, like, any, any game could quite easily win that, and I don't think you get many people cavilling. No. Um, um, uh, so you you were at E3 this year. I was. How, how do you find it's compared to E3 Gamescom? Uh, Gamescom's uh, a lot different. Uh, you know, you you get a lot of the same games, the bigger ones like Skyrim. Uh, Battlefield, Call of Duty, obviously. But the, what makes Gamescom really unique is that we don't get a lot of the more kind of niche, hardcore PC stuff. Like, they don't even bother showing it in E3 a lot because, I mean, Americans more and more just don't play PC. I mean, they play PC games, but they play things like Farmville yeah. and, you know, right, yeah. these really social, hard, like, social games and hardcore niche PC things where it's like you walk over to the booth at Paradox here in Gamescom and you know, it's like a strategy game that involves like 120 instructions. Like American people are just like, no, too hard. <laughs> we give up. Can't beat it, so they're not gonna do it. <laughs> this is especially strong in Germany. Oh always yes, the PC has always been strong in Germany. Yeah, I have been shown over my career so many completely unintelligible German strategy games that I have lost count, and they do really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that Valve didn't show Dota 2 before Gamescom. Mm. Like they could have showed it at E3. 
but they, why would they bother with an audience that's mostly going to kind of shake their head at it and be like, I don't know why. So they do it for the reception that we'll get here compared yeah, exactly. to E3, right? It's huge here. It's great having actual gamers around as well. Like you wander through the halls and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who love games and you don't get that. Well, you do get that E3, but they're all, you know, yeah. either they're trade press or they have their own rubbish yeah, block. Yeah, it's true. E3 <laughs> probably has about one-sixth of the people walking around. And the hall is probably only as big as like one of the halls at Gamescom, like total. So here it's just massive crazy amount of people. It's ridiculously big. There's I no children rock walking around, for instance, That's weird at E3. Yeah. So. They've been hidden away. It's like uh, GTA, isn't it? There's no children. They're all hidden away, hiding somewhere. I've just seen something quite funny catch my eye. I've seen Mr. Tyreek walking around with a fox's tail. Oh. Have I got anything to do with you guys? I've been trying to attach this weird fox's <laughs> tail that we got as a freebie to someone surreptitiously all day, and I've, I've not succeeded, so someone must have... Oh, <laughs> he's done it. Just to set the scene, we're in our little booth here on the uh, show floor, and uh, yeah, I'm just in Ty walking past a window and the uh, orange tail. I'm really pleased that he's got the that tail on. <laughs> I've been trying to, trying to place that tail. Um, so, obviously, we've, we've seen a lot of games. Has anything really surprised you whilst you've been here? I think that's the biggest failure of this year's Gamescom. No surprises. And E3. No surprises. No surprises. We knew about everything. We'd seen most of it. Even Borderlands we knew about. Yeah, they revealed it a few days before. I mean, yeah, they didn't really save anything for like... And that's hard, right? Because it's, the only time you would get that is at a, uh, a press briefing. Mm. And Sony didn't reveal any... I guess, I mean, you could say they revealed like the infamous DLC... If that excited, if that constitutes mega news, it's weird, isn't it? We were at that press conference together, and yeah, it, it was a bit of a letdown. I felt the press. But yeah, conference. the most exciting part was were the break dancers, who apparently oh, yeah, are, diversity. Are they're from? They're uh, diversity. Are they from the UK? Yeah, they're they won Britain's, Britain's Got Talent, got talent a couple are. of years ago. Awesome. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't tell me diversity were there. No, they they no you were on a big diversity. You know the you know the, you know the little kid who looks like he's sideshow Bob's yeah, son. Yeah, has yeah. a huge afro. I saw him later on. He was walking around um, all the Vita games, getting like special fast track to the front. Oh, that kid did a lot of the uh, N Nintendo's 3DS advertising, though. Did he? Yeah, he did a little impromptu dance for the Mario 25th oh, anniversary. Oh, he just goes where the money is. He was there he with his parents, and I was thinking to myself, like, what parents are just okay with their child being thrown through the air? Like, <laughs> yeah, they really fine. fling him. Yeah. So, they take 95% of everything he owns. It was uh, one of the most He's impressive He's a robust things. child, though. He can take a good throwing around. Yeah, he's got the... He's got glasses on as well, though, which I think adds a degree of recklessness to his act. Yeah. Would you do that with glasses on? No. No. I wouldn't do it without glasses on. <laughs> Can you, can you do that? Can you do backflips? Can I do backflips? Yeah. <laughs> do I look like I can do that? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look like he I have back. done backflips as a little girl, but I don't think I could now. I think I just land on my head. head. Yeah, you know, give him a decade and he's no longer going to be doing backflips anymore. He's going to be like, <laughs> I was my prime. It's going to be a gutter. I was in diversity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well done, mate. All right. Well yeah, good. Good for you. I once had talent. <laughs> That's sad. It was externally verified that I had talent. <laughs> By David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and Piers Morgan, who uh, is in a lot of trouble right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It is pretty disappointing, right? I mean, like, the only other game announcement I saw that we hadn't heard about before was a new FIFA Street, which maybe that's bigger over here, but, like, you that's know... Huge. FIFA's <laughs> huge, but FIFA Street, not so sure. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like, for instance, like, all of us, when they were like, and a new FIFA game, we are like... Yeah, uh, so what? Yeah, we, but... Do any of you guys play FIFA in the States, or is it... Nah. You play Madden, right? The only yeah, time, the only time any of us ever care about soccer, World Cup, football, is that <laughs> uh, is like because all of a sudden some team that you know the American team like word gets out like guess what they're doing really well for once and we're like oh really now we'll all be fair weather fans for a week yeah that is exactly you have a what chance happens. of doing well yeah that's exactly what happens in Scotland whenever we do don't fail immediately at one sport we're all really really into it for about a week when, until we do inevitably fail at that yeah. sport except curling we're really really good at curling you invented curling. 
do we? No, I don't know. Also, you're also very into sport when you're playing England, uh, Scottish people. Mm. That's fair to say. It is fair to yeah. say, but uh, to be honest, like I have watched my father get depressed over rugby and football for so many years that I now just completely, whenever Scotland are playing any sport, <laughs> I don't watch because it, it hurts me too much. It's, it's physically painful that your country is so inept at uh, kicking a ball around the field. Especially when it once wasn't in that. I'm not going to go on the whole Scottish <laughs> round about football. Let's, let's, let's change the subject. They sell FIFA in America because we, we do play you know, football. But do they sell Madden in the yeah. UK? Yeah, you can, they do. Yeah, you can, they can buy it. I'd probably say it's more niche in the UK than FIFA is in the US. Yes, though, I, I think say. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because Madden, I guess in the States you have like immigrant communities who yeah, like their the football. The difference is that, is that we have a US team that plays like in yeah. the World Cup and stuff and it's not like the UK has yeah, we, a team that plays American football it's not like we can localise the cover of exactly. the character of FIFA exactly. yeah why is the World Series called the World Series when it's just when we can't America? play yeah. when we can't is there a reason for yeah, that yeah they involve like one team from Canada oh really oh. So, wow yeah, so I, I, I don't know <laughs> inflated sense of self Madden, uh, in my you know in, in over the past five years or so I've been uh, asked to review Madden games by so many different editors desperately looking for somebody in Britain who can review a Madden game oh I mean it's not even in Britain I mean most of us in the US were like I don't know I don't, I don't know <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start we're like, well, we, don't, we don't play sports sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh I bet it's one of the most popular games as well it is I mean it's it's part of the reason EA stays in business right it's it's like that and that might as well be their call of duty that they release every year and it blows up and you know I'm sure like it's just like you, you know I watch a commercial for FIFA and I'm like what is this small little change that everyone's yeah. like wow when it's they- just like in Madden it's like now we have a new punting system and you're like <laughs> what boating <laughs> um, in Madden do they always use the terms revolution and evolution yeah. every year yeah. every year every, every year, year is a revolution. it is the same game ultimately do they still make Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey no 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 they, they do make hockey but it's it's uh NHL 2K or something uh, like that. I really, really enjoyed Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Hockey is also a sport in America that most people are just like, we don't get it. Even though we have teams all over the place, most Americans... I thought that was a big deal. I watched Mighty Ducks lied to me. <laughs> Mighty Ducks made hockey an important thing for a while, but really that's all Canada that cares about uh, hockey. Okay. Again, we only care when it comes time for like the, the Stanley World Cup Series. or the Olympics. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we might be there. Yeah. So that's the only time we care. Excellent. So the biggest surprises were there were no surprises. Yeah, oh, yes. it surprised me. Pretty much, yeah, it didn't surprise me. Um, have you been up to anything else today of note? I ate, uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this yesterday, but I ate for lunch a uh, currywurst pizza, Ooh. which was a pizza with bits of sausage and curry sauce on it. Wow. And it was amazing. Wow. This is one of my favourite things about Germany. You're, you're a big fan of pizza. I heard you talking about Pizza Hut yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all of us, in typical ugly American fashion, we decided that we were having, we were missing home. And, uh, for instance, one of our editors, he's never traveled abroad, ever. So, you know, he's, like, very scared of, like, being outside of America. You know, I, it sounds crazy, right? Like, we're the ones with guns. And, like <laughs> and he's like, how am I going to survive outside of a country where it's safe and they don't have crime? Um, and, uh, and, yeah, we go out and he's really missing home. So we decided to go to Pizza Hut, which apparently here is called Pizza Hut. And that, <laughs> pizza means, hoot, pizza and that hat. means hat. Yeah, Pizza Hut. And so everyone here thinks it's actually called Pizza Hut. Especially not, with that little hat symbol. That exactly, but that's yeah. actually a hut in America. So, And there it was, uh, you know, it's the same everywhere you go. Although I would say I was a little surprised that they have a pizza here called Hot Mexican. Because that would never go over in the States. People would be like, Hot Mexican, like, 
it's racist or something. It's racist. Because you know? we have Mexican, like, Somehow California racist. especially is full of Mexicans. Ugly Mexican. So. You can have a pizza called Ugly Mexican. Huh? Hot Mexican or Ugly Mexican. Did they have Ugly Mexican on the menu? <laughs> no, they didn't. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. You can have an Ugly Mexican. <laughs> kind of half and half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a moderately attracted Mexican, please. Yeah, that would be half and half. <laughs> Yes, we're an extremely racist country, but we find ways to be offended about race every two seconds to act <laughs> like we're PC. Mm. What's, the, what's the best thing you've eaten since you've been here? Um, I, I had a dumpling dish that was amazing. Wow. I don't know. German food is... It's, it's out there. It's not like these little biscuits we have. Yeah. Sorry, the biscuits. Yeah, the biscuits are good. The wafers. We have. The wafers. Waffen. Cookies. No, Waffen means weapons. The cookies. This, yeah. is, this is another thing American is, Yeah. The <laughs> thing is, my terminology, I think a cookie is a soft biscuit. Yeah, a really crumbly biscuit. A cakey. Do you know, I actually learned why the difference is between cookies and biscuits. Why it's because it? when the people all went over to America... Cookies and biscuits uh, ex- existed. They cohabited happily <laughs> in, in the wild. wild. In the wild, and um, in America, they they took over um, biscuits and cookies. But they they basically used biscuits to mean the stuff that you had on the ship, like the really hard yeah, biscuits, biscuits. Are salty, oh, yeah. Yeah. savory yeah. things. Bre- yeah. items, are they? Cookies are sweet. Like so uh, I've by the time they go over there, cookie meant fresh thing. Biscuit meant a bit of hard tack you had stuffed in your boot for when you needed to eat. <laughs> I still have one of those today. Do you want one? <laughs> bit hard tack. Uh, yeah, because they have breakfast biscuits, don't they? Like in McDonald's, yeah. and it's like a scone. Yes, yes, yeah. it's scone. Yeah. Scone. 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 Where do we come down on scone versus scone? Should we move on from that? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fascinating. Well, this is how much has been happening today. Gamescom, we were talking about scones. Well, I, I hit the show floor today and had to wander around to take some pictures and stuff, and uh, probably one of the best things that happened to me was meeting Mario, which you, you met him as well today. I was sitting in Nintendo's booth playing a little bit of Kid Icarus, and Mario was sat down next to me. Like He's terrifying. Mario. No, you know, he's... He's a bit mad. Charles, we should, we should point out we're talking about Charles Martinet. Yes. Is it, is it for to say he's zany? Uh, he's on, he's always on character. Yeah. He's like he's always ready to do whatever he needs to do. And he did like this whole audio thing for us where he was Mario and Wario and he was doing it and he was acting all that all the little parts and stuff. And yeah. uh, that was that was really cool. He's yeah, great. Really I, I, was, I was slightly starstruck. I've met him twice but never been able to say a word to him because every time he does the Mario voice something in my brain just breaks. <laughs> it's like... I can't imagine he makes much money just doing Mario, though. Mario doesn't have that many spoken dialogue. Like, I imagine they can get all of Mario's dialogue for a game done in, like, one day at the studio. If he's paid hourly, which I he- highly doubt, but if he were paid hourly, he would not be very well paid, That's he? true. You okay. think he's probably on a retainer? He's yeah. probably... I, I think he probably earns a ton of money out of it, despite the relatively low work. Well, he also does other voice acting, we heard, like the voice of the new Scooby-Doo. That's him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does he do anything saying. else? It's like Billy Zane from is it Billy West from Futurama, where he does, he's Mickey Mouse, he's everybody, he's Bugs Bunny. He probably is. Yeah, I didn't get him to do other voices, but there is a video that we got of him uh, pimp, pimping out the People's Choice Award. It's on our Facebook, so head over to facebook.com forward slash TeamIgenUK and you can watch that and be slightly. Do you think he's ever attempted to grow a tash? Yeah, they must dress him up, right? It's a bit weird. Oh, I'm sure. I don't think I, don't, I think he has some dignity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird. That I'm reminded of when I was a I was a little kid and I met the uh, voice of Brock from the Pokemon anime series, and the voice of Brock came to Britain for the uh, for one of the tours that they're doing, one of the Pokemon tours, and I was devastated because he didn't look like Brock. He was just an old guy, yeah. and he spoke like Brock, but he didn't look like Brock, and it really messed with my head. I think the same thing kind of happens when I, when I meet Charles Martinet. Something in my brain goes, "You don't look right." <laughs> Just, just close your eyes. I'm going to close my eyes and talk to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't know where that was a bit weird. I almost started doing the intro in then. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else we've got to say about Gamescom. Is there anything else that you want to finish with? Or? I've had fun. It's been great. It has been fun, hasn't yeah. it? This is my first Gamescom. It's I've been had a great time. It's my first Gamescom. Yeah. I mean, usually trade shows, you, you're, you're so busy and there's so much announcements and there's so much to do that you don't actually get a chance to enjoy the games properly. This year, it's been relatively chill. Yeah. So it's been a bit nicer. And I think it's really interesting for us to come over and see like the way that... Uh, Press conferences are done by like Sony Europe and stuff, but they're very they're very different. Mm. They, we don't get break dancers. Less bombastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're much more charming. Okay. But every all the Sony executives are English. And, Good and, job, Jeremy. And they're very they're very charming. <laughs> that would never fly here. When I'm around you guys, we're, uh, if you notice, we're all smiling and stuff because you guys are all so charming compared Aww. to us. Oh, we all sound so crude. Nice no, you don't at all. all the time. So. Let's go out and get drunk tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. then you'll see a change. <laughs> you, just see, you, see, you just see what happens. So it's like, all right, love. Yeah. They're all cockneys. Um, so, yeah, I guess if you want to send your feedback to us at IGN, UK feedback at IGN.com, uh, send us your emails. Next week is Podcast 100 happening at the 100 Club in London. Be still, my beating heart. Be still, my beating heart. And we've announced that Nintendo 3DS are partnering with us for that. So uh, nice. um, it's probably a bit too late to get yourself on the guest list, but if you are coming down, we look forward to seeing you. You're going to get to play. I look forward to playing you at Mario Kart. Mario Kart, uh, Star Fox, Super Mario Land 3D, um, Resident Evil Revelations. They're Star all Fox. Star, Star Fox, Fox yeah. Competition. Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Yeah, we're going to do competitions and stuff. So, uh, And we've got loads of stuff to give away. Yeah, and if you, if you aren't able to make it, we'll record it and put it out, and there'll be gifts for people who are listening at home as well, so don't feel left out. But I think that wraps it up for Gamescom. Indeed. Yes, so we will see you on the other side. And uh, Well, Sam, goodbye in German. What's the, the, the casual thing that you told Cheers. me? Cheers. Choose. Choose. Should we all say choose? Oh, yeah. Choose. Don't forget to vote for the IGN People's Choice Award. Don't forget that to too. vote for the IGN People's Choice Award. Go.com. Sorry, goign.com. Go.ign.com. <laughs> Forza 2011 PCA. Uh, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.